Life Audio. The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right, all right. I am pumped. I'm down here in Florida, in St. Pete, Florida, actually. We're still here at uh, Zeal School of Ministry, um, Calvary Chapel, St. Pete. They've had me come out, and I'm able to teach and disciple the students here. Uh, for a week here, we're doing skate contests, um, doing some church events, and um, just it's been awesome to be down here. But about two weeks, or no, two years ago, we started coming to Florida, and we did a bunch of uh, skate contests, and we are, we're here with Mike Francisco. Uh, he runs a, a skate ministry here in the area, and we're going to be hearing a cool story of how he even got into this and how God st- started doing awesome stuff. But we've been coming back every year. And doing ministry here and hitting the skate parks. And we, we actually invaded all the public school system here a while. I think a, even a year before that. But when COVID hit, only thing we're open were the skate parks. And then when we were doing ministry, we, start, we, we started connecting with different people. We connected uh, with you. And during that time, was Restore Skate a thing at that time, two years ago? Or were uh, you praying about it? Yeah, no. Restore Skate was, was kind of in its infancy back then. It was. It was. Yeah. Ju- it was just getting started. Yeah, we were. Um, we were going to. We were going to one park. Yeah. On Tuesday nights, and um, that was kind of that was the that was the ministry at that point in time. Now, but when I met you, when th- when this was just starting to go, I remember you were praying like we're just starting to come here. We're, we're meeting up with the kids every week. We had some pizza, and you actually um, you had you were doing an event actually at the park under the um, the awnings. And you were doing like a skate church, like a Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the first time that we we did stuff was we went down to Venice with you guys, I think, and we went to some Venice, public schools and one eighty house, all that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So then, um, the next time you were here, yeah, was during COVID, like okay. when everything was closed, right? And it right. was the Florida tour because we were open, right, right. And that was when we started. We had started skate church, probably about a month maybe two months before you got here. Okay, so when I first met you, because we obviously, as you guys know, I travel all over the place, always meet all kinds of awesome people. So we were just kicking it the first year, doing stuff. You were watching what we were doing, and, and we're going to get into how God called you all that, to all this. But then when COVID hit, we came down here, and we did a full skate park tour Yes, during that time. And what was, how was that experience? Because that was during the time you were getting the church going. How was that experience for you to just go hit all the skate parks and invade them when we came down to partner? That was, uh, that was awesome. That's like, which we'll get into, but yeah. like, that's kind of now what we're doing, right? So right. like now we're, we started off, it was one park. Right. Um, COVID lockdown. Yep. And then we ended up, oh, actually our closest park to our house that most people didn't want to skate at right. was in Safety Harbor. Yep. And their gate was open. And we went in, mm-hmm. and we were skating because we were sick of being stuck in the house. Right. And we were like, yo, we should do, we should do Restore here. We should right. just see if somebody comes. So it started there again. Like, all right, let's start doing Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that grew and got really big really fast. Like, it multiplied. Like, first night we did it was like 12 kids. Mm-hmm. The following week it was like 30 kids. Before you knew it, there was 100 kids in the skate park, and it's small. And by the way um, – no, no disrespect to the skate park, but when he says people don't want to skate it, it means there's a lot better parks. Yes. So this is the last resort, yep. but the gate was open. So you took a step by faith 
and you started doing it and this thing started growing and expanding and taking off. But I want to do a rewind. Okay. Because we're, I want to talk about everything that God's doing now and how God's blessing it. And just you tell me all these stories this morning of this, the future of things and, and resources and God is truly doing something. But I want you to do a rewind and kind of talk about how it started because there's people that are listening to the show and, and they're listening and they're going, how can God use my life? You know, um, how would he use me? I don't, I'm not, I don't have a big church. I don't have all these resources. You need money to get bands and locations and all this stuff. And your story is actually the, quite the opposite. It's literally at a skate park that's open to the public. Um, he, you didn't have to try to get anyone there. You're out of the skate park and they came. You didn't have the budget to go get bands and all the stuff. You didn't do that. No. It was very simply with, I think, just some like pizza or something. Yeah. When you got a cool story about that uh, later on. But I want to go backwards to see that God has a plan for everyone. And you guys heard me say this over and over and over. God has a unique plan for everyone. And he designed you. He created you for a specific call and purpose. And you're never too old to find that call. Because you're older, not yeah. old, but you're, old, you're like my age probably. And you, God put a unique call in your life in an older age. And you weren't even a skateboarder. No. And we're going to get in it. But you do skate. You actually know how to skate now. So you're actually a skateboarder. But you weren't at the beginning. And it's so crazy. God has a sense of humor that he gets a non-skateboarder that learns how to skateboard in your older age, 40, 40 or something, 30s. I'm 46. But in your 40s. <laughs> And you actually can skate, and now God is doing, like, crazy stuff within the skateboard community. So anyway, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. What was going on in – well, give me just, like, a little quick background. Like, did you grow up Christian, and how did you even get into getting a call for skateboarding? Okay, so uh, – I know that's, a, like, two small – two big questions. Okay, so we'll start with I did not grow up Christian. Okay. <clears throat> I grew up um, – didn't go to church as a kid ever – um, I met my wife when I was playing in bands. I grew, so I was, it was the found music in high school, mm-hmm. found my tribe in punk rock and right. I started playing music okay. and I played music pretty much my whole, mm-hmm. my whole adult life. Mm-hmm. So I met my wife and, um, we started dating and she took me to her church, mm-hmm. which was actually Calvary chapel, uh, worship center. Where's that? What city? It's up in, uh, it's up in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Okay. And um, the first day I went, I got saved. Sick. Um, and I was just, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. The second time I went, I raised my hand to get saved again. And she informed me like, oh, you don't have to do that no, once. Got to get saved once. Got saved once. So that was cool. Was <laughs> so, um, so that was it. I was, we're like entering into trying to walk with Jesus. Yeah. Didn't do it well. We didn't have community. Didn't have fellowship. Mm. Didn't read my Bible. Yep. Fell off the tracks. That will do it. God came back in. And wrecked us, mm. saved our marriage. That's a whole whole other story, yeah. right? So we then are like, all right, we're all in for Jesus. That's it. Mm. We're, we're going all in. So we're at this church, um, and I end up on the worship team, right? So now I played music. Mm-hmm. So this is where right. it's cool because, like, God, it's I, sometimes it reminds me of like Saul and David, right? Like mm-hmm. Saul, it's obvious this guy should be the king. He's tall, whatever, right? So yeah. it's like almost like, oh, I'm on the worship team. I played music for whatever, 16, 17 years. Right. I should obviously be on the worship team. You should team. be on the worship team. Yeah. So I get on the worship team, which yeah. is what makes sense. Right. And I get on the worship team. And then through that, I 
end up leading worship for youth. Mm-hmm. And I meet these two guys, mm-hmm. Sebastian and Devin. Mm-hmm. And they decide on a Saturday in the afternoon they want to come over to my house. And I'm like old, right? I'm yeah. like, what? You know, yeah. just show up, right? So they, yeah. <laughs> my wife's like, you should go. Like they want to skate. I'm yeah. like, what, what are we going to do skating? Now, I've always loved skating my whole yeah. life. Yeah. Being in punk rock, I was always around. Punk it, rock never, and skateboarding. Yeah. You, were, you were halfway there already. Yeah. <laughs> I skated one summer in seventh grade. Yeah. That's it. Okay. For like a, two months. Yeah. So I always loved skating though. So they come over. And they're like, oh, you know, let's, we're going to go skate in the streets. So my wife's like, you should go. And I'm thinking like, if you, I look back at it now, I'm thinking like, what was my wife even thinking, right? Like yeah. at this point in time, I'm almost 40. You should go skate with <laughs> <Yeah>. these, <laughs> these dudes that are 19 years old. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? It's true. So I'm like, so we go. Yeah. And uh, we all throw down, like I had a board in my shed for some reason for yeah. like a long time. Uh-huh. So I throw down the board. It's my son. He's little. And these two dudes. And we start skating. Mm. And uh, my son yells something about it being like a skate gang. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it's like I get this full download. Like I get this vision Mm -hmm. of skaters, you know, barging down the center of a street um, with like flags. And it looks like war. It looks like skateboarders going to war. Yeah. At that point in time, I know I'm supposed to do something with skateboarding. Yeah. And I don't skate. And you don't skate. And I don't skate. So what was the what was the thought actually? I mean, okay, so you got to do something. But right. so we naturally you're like, what what could you do? Right. So um, at that point in time, I, I've always had a heart for the homeless, mm-hmm. and all these people all of a sudden start asking me, "Hey, do you skate? Do you skate?" And I'm thinking like, why do people get people keep asking me about skating? It's mm-hmm. so crazy. Like mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. So I I then get this like, hey, we should go feed. The homeless. We'll take youth group kids and go go skate downtown and feed the homeless. Skate to the homeless. Perfect. So we try it. Not many people are are on board. Mm. It's like not really happening. This is like what I'm thinking we're supposed to do. So um, we then, I start liking skating though. I'm like, man, this is is sick. I want to do this. So I start going to parks. Yeah. We go to a park one day and I see all these kids. I see this kid who's like 11 or 12 and he's just like, strung out Mm. and that was when i was like wait a second i think we're supposed to come here right was this safety harbor no this was at uh, a a park called the bro bowl it's over in tampa it's like a classic old park from from back in the day so we were there and i'm like i think this is what we're supposed to do right so the other the other efforts were hard right couldn't get anybody to go right i'm like i think we're supposed to go Tell skaters about Jesus. We're supposed to love this community. There's right. no one here. Yeah. So the next day, I immediately get like free coolers, free grills from someone from work, right? Then we get like hooked up by a, a soda company, mm-hmm. Jones Soda. They give us like 20 free cases of soda. Right. And the we resources lo- are coming in. Resources are coming in. So, that, so we're like, all right, we're going to go do a barbecue down at the skate park. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So a couple people go with us <laughs> and we barbecue down at the skate park. Yeah. Um, it was like the first time ever, right? We have no funding. I just paid for stuff out of my pocket. Yeah. I paid, I'll never forget this. I paid $35 mm-hmm. for like hot dogs and buns. Yeah. Right. And we already had the free soda. Right. So we cook all these hot dogs. We're handing them out. We're talking to all these kids and some random guy walks up to me and is like, Hey, I've had this in my pocket for a really long time and I'm not going to use it. And he's like, I figured I'd give it to you. And he had a $35 gift card to the grocery store. No way. That we literally just bought all the no stuff. No way. Out. I love it. And love that it. was it. So then it started. And then it was, 
all right, let's go to parks. Let's go to parks. Yeah. And we started yeah. going to one park after another. And then um, we ended up at uh, this one park called Jackson Springs. And we were there every Tuesday. And God started to grow it through there. And that is when the first time we met you was like right in that phase where okay. we were at that one park for a while. So for the listeners, so what exactly? So when you were there and God was growing it, what were you doing? Like what did it look like when you would go? On, it was once a week, and what were you doing this once a week? Were you just hanging some of the times, just kind of developing uh, friends, which is good? Or were you preaching every time? Like, what, what did it look like every week to, to, to develop that friendship and relationship? Because I'm sure you guys weren't preaching down everyone's throat every single week because people get sick of that. Right. It's more like through relationship, and then the word God comes up, and then you're able to teach and all that. As yeah, we, so – that was kind of the wisdom and the way God led me in that was we're going to be in this community, right? We're not coming into town, and then leave. preach a gospel message and leave, right? It's we're going to be here. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, mm-hmm. literally, which, people, I'm, I'm, which is cool because you guys are there to disciple, right? We're like us, like the Hussars, we go into the schools weekly and then we hit a skate park because we're only there a minute, but we try to work with local skateboard right. ministries because they're there. And yep. that's what's dope. You guys are able to be there. Yeah. So at this point in time, it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to learn how to skate. Mm-hmm. And I've got like the Tony Hawk starter kit, mm-hmm. helmet, full pads. I look yeah. like the biggest kook. <laughs> and I'm rolling around the park. And I'm bringing pizza and Jones soda. Yeah. So now like everyone's like, who's this old guy? <laughs> who's this old kook with the, <laughs> at least he's got pizza, right? Like, yeah. I'm just rolling around. So um, did you have wrist guards? I did not have wrist guards, <laughs> but I had elbow, knee, the whole nine, okay, right? Okay. So, so at that point in time, uh, our, our church does this 21-day fast. Yeah. And it was a Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. and our pastor sends out this video, and he's like, pray for your ministry. So I start praying, and my prayer is like, God, you called me to do this. I don't know how to skate. Like, I need help. I, yeah. need, I need skateboarders to help me. I need yeah. somebody that to actually to rips, right? Yeah. Like these guys don't even listen to me. I'm yeah. just like, I can't even Ollie. Yeah. yeah. So at this point in time, <laughs> so that's Tuesday morning, Tuesday night comes it's skate night. I'm hyped. Uh, my son comes with me and we go to Jackson Springs, our regular park. Right. Mm-hmm. I walk in to the park immediately. I look to my left and there's a guy standing on the quarter pipe in the front. That's got a Christian skaters, Brazil t-shirt. Oh, Okay. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no way. Like, right. Yeah. I yeah. just prayed this morning. Yeah. Right. This guy shuts the park down. Like he is ripping, ripping it. Yeah. Right? His name's Tiago. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he speaks no English. We speak through Google translator mm-hmm. and he helps me start the ministry like for real with Dude, him. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Dude, and, through Google translator. Yep. And in one year, <laughs> uh-huh. so he went back to Brazil, uh-huh. came back. And uh, he came back the next year and we prayed and uh, he was actually going to, uh, he was taking English lessons at, at Jairus Hodges' church mm-hmm. at that time. And we prayed when he left for Brazil that he would learn English. And he came back less than a year later. Yeah. He left in May, came back in November and he was already like flowing in the English. He was, it wasn't fluent, but he could speak English. Yeah. And he came back and that was when we like locked in and it was him and I for a really long time and we would go and he would just rip and then we we'd bring food mm-hmm. we'd pray over the food mm-hmm. we'd talk to the kids we'd tell them the 
We'd pray for them if they needed. Yeah. And it started from there. And that was like really it. And then people, God started adding people. Right. And then Sebastian. Hold on really quick. Yeah. Um, that, I love the way you said that is because you didn't know how to skate. You were learning. You prayed. God answered your prayer, obviously, how that works. But when you're going to reach like a community like musicians or uh, artists or football players, you know, it's good to have, even if you're just a speaker, it's good to like, if, if you know that you're not that guy, at least bring someone that can relate to the culture because it helps you, you know what I mean? To like, to have these conversations and, and, and talk and communicate with the people, you know, it, 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 I'm not saying you need it, but it really helps um, bring the walls down because you have one of their own, to go, okay, yeah, these guys skate. Let's hear what they have to say. But then once, obviously, the relationships and everything hap- happen, then everyone's open. But it, it does help because I've had a lot of churches go, hey, we want to go down and we're going to go do a, an outreach at this this, this uh, place and we're going to bring worship bands and all this stuff. And I'm like, does anyone skate with your guys' church that you guys are trying to go? Because I'm like, what you guys are planning right now, it's going to be a disaster. And they didn't listen to me. Yep. And they went with no skaters. And I, I, didn't t- I told them, I said, I can't go with what you guys are doing. Like, that's weird. It's like you're bringing a, a church to with worship at a skate park. Like, these guys right. listen to punk rock and gangster rap. Like, yeah. what? And, dude, they went to downtown L.A. where they had the – it's like the San Pedro kind of under the bridge style. Yeah. And, dude, they put, came in. They, they did the event. And, dude, all the skaters left. And I think they were throwing beer at them, beer cans. So, anyway, yeah. but you went in with a skater that rips yeah. – that's part of the culture yeah. and then conversations and eating and hanging out and praying. And anyway, so people need to know that. Yeah. There's and a way. Then, and then through that, God just kept opening doors. Right. Mm. At this point in time, we were like, all right, let's, let's do contests or something and give things away, mm. you know, and, 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 and just really kind of support this community. Just even the park we were going to, there's a lot of kids, nasty boards, didn't have money. Yeah. The park was their babysitter. Mm-hmm. So we start pouring into these kids and, God opens a door where um, we start getting boards from arguably the biggest skateboard company Perfect. right now. Yeah. Right? Like, it was literally an email, and they're like, yeah, we, we, we love that you're working with youth. And they start sending us boxes of boards. So yeah. now it's like we're giving away legit boards, yeah. right? Like, we got this. Here you go. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and um, that was sick. Mm-hmm. And it started from there. And then Sebastian came back in and it started to grow and it started to grow. And we were building this amazing community mm-hmm. and we were making connections at Tampa pro yeah. and with pros and people in the industry. And all of a sudden COVID shuts everyone shuts down. Shuts it all down. It shut everyone down. Right. Yep. So that from there where we thought like, Oh man, we're really, it's, it's starting to grow. And at that point in time, we had done ministry with you that one time yeah. public schools. Mm-hmm. So this was, 2020 and then you fast forward we ended up planting a church at that safety harbor skate park because they were open mm-hmm. so we we took a like a month off we were going stir crazy mm-hmm. couldn't stay in the house any longer. yeah totally so we ended up at the safety harbor skate park and it was like starting over mm-hmm. me and sebastian went um the worst okay just let's reiterate this yeah the worst skate park. the worst yeah like yeah, not, not going to the best park to start this. Right, going to the worst park. Yeah, we're going back, starting at a park where no one was really going. Yeah, right. So it was open. So yeah. we threw it out there on Instagram, and like I said, it was like twelve people. Next time it was like thirty. Then it was like eighty, a hundred, and now kids are just every Tuesday night. It's just jamming. Like there's so many people coming, and 
at that point in time, we were sick of watching church online. Right mm-hmm. now we're doing Restore Tuesday nights for quite a few months. At and the it's skate park. At the skate park. Yeah. And it's getting absolutely crazy. Like it's, it was literally like the city was talking about it all the time. And there, you would watch parents just drop cars loads of kids. Dropping them off. There was kids that didn't skate. They just wanted to hang around and watch yeah, people yeah, skate. Yeah, it's a scene. Like yeah, there was actually something happening, right? Yeah. yeah. So that so grew sick. and it grew and it grew. And we had all these people getting involved. All of a sudden there's like, more people are helping. And now we got like a team of yeah. guys and, and, and um, we're all kind of like doing this. And in this moment is when everyone's online for church. So one Sunday, I'm just like, man, I'm over watching church on TV. So we went to the, the park on a Sunday morning and we were, well, I think we were reading Daniel or something. We just were reading Daniel and skating. Yeah. And I felt like God was like, Hey, we should gather here, mm-hmm. like have a church service. Yeah. Skate church. So yeah. we had seen a lot of, you know, skate church is a thing. Like so many ministries say skate church. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, no, we need to really have church though. I don't want to do a Bible study. I want to like, let's have church. Like, let's have a church. Let's yeah. have church. Like let's have worship. Let's take communion. Like yeah. let's, yeah, let's have church. Yep. So we, so awesome. So we go it. under the pavilion. Yeah. Which we, is, which is like 50, 15, 10 yards? Yeah. 10 yards yeah. from the... 10 yards from the park. There's yeah. a, a, just, a pavilion that people barbecue in. Yeah. So we start and we're like, let's just invite people that would maybe want to get together and worship. So we invite people out. And it's like, once again, it's like 12 or 15 people. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And it was, it was awesome, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that was great. Like, we're going to do this again next week. Yep. So then we do it and more people come. Mm-hmm. And then more people come. Mm-hmm. And now we're inviting the skaters and now skateboarders are coming. Right. So, so, oh, so the skateboarders weren't coming originally. We were, yeah. We, we just started to have the first service was we invited a couple skaters yeah, yeah. and we invited some people that we knew yeah. were sick of watching yeah. TV. But then they started coming. Cause when I was there, they were coming. Right. So we invited, way. we started cool. inviting like the skaters because awesome. then it was like, Oh, you guys want to learn about Jesus? Come, yeah. Meet us on Sunday morning. We're yeah. going to, we're and it's teach. 10 yards away. And it's 10 yards away. <laughs> so that's how, that's how the skate church started. Sick. And um, right about a month and a half into it is when you guys came. Okay. All right. Yeah. And that was amazing. You guys were just teaching through the Bible and, and pouring into them. We actually, when we were there, um, we baptized. Or you got, who did that? Who baptized? Yeah, did we I, baptized. I, I don't think I went you, in the water. No, it was, yeah, it was you and, you and Sonny. I did? I went in yeah. the water? Oh, yeah, that's he right. Would, I he really, happened to be a POD. I, that's thing. right. I went in my pants. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, and that was incredible. Let, tell, so you were saying, what happened with him? How'd that guy find, find God? Okay. So we had known him for a couple of years mm-hmm. through Restore. And uh, he's like the local ripper. Like, mm-hmm. it's like his park. Like, he's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's always skated there. And um, just all these little things like, oh, man, may, you know, I wouldn't mind watching one of those Christian skate videos, mm. which is something I've never heard. <laughs> like a non, like what? Yeah. I think I would want to watch a Christian skate video. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. And then he starts coming to the church and he's, um, we, we gave him a board. He was riding on an untitled board at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's coming to church and he's kind of like feeling it out with God. Right? Like I know he had a little bit of a background maybe when he was a kid and we had a church service and I was teaching on the story of Jairus mm-hmm. and Jesus raising his daughter from the from dead. The dead yeah. mm-hmm. Right. So we go through that 
And then we start skating. And this guy gets locked up on the pool coping and comes crashing down to flat and what? starts screaming bloody murder. Like it was, it was a, the worst a grown man. By yeah. The way. He's in it. He's like 27. Yeah. He's screaming screams that like made me sick inside. Like that's how bad he was in pain. Everyone around the park, baseball players, whoever's out basketball, court, they're all, st- everyone stopped. They're all just looking into the park. Like what is happening? It sounds like he's dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And my mind is just racing like, oh, no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm calculating ambulance bills and all this kind of stuff. So I, at that point in time, lay my hand on him and say, God, help. I think I said, God, help. Please take this pain away. Mm-hmm. Help us. Yeah. That was the prayer. Wasn't yeah. anything. Yeah, spectacular. <laughs> there was nothing spectacular about help. it. So he then says, oh, hey, I can move my fingers because he couldn't move his fingers. Uh-huh. So then he looks at me and he says, can you hold my arm? I'm going to try to get up because I can't just lay here on the concrete. And I'm holding his arm and he tries to get himself up. Mm. And as I'm pick, as he's getting up, he just starts screaming and he's like, whoa, whoa. And he's moving his arm around. He's like, what, what's going on? And he starts screaming and yelling about his arm. Like his arms like healed, healed. (laughs) Right. And now. I'm just like, I'm still kind of in shock over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we give him like, we, we built, we make a sling out of a restored t-shirt, throw right. some ice on yeah. there and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, after about 10 minutes, he's like, this is crazy. This is crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to go get some food for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, my, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm a comfort eater, right? <laughs> so I'm like, let me go get some food. So I go run and get burgers and uh-huh. I come back with this uh-huh. bag of burgers uh-huh. and him and another skateboarder yeah. are standing or they're sitting up on top of the bowl. And as I walk up with the food, one of them says to the other, what else could it be? And I go, what are you guys talking about? And this one guy says, hey, you just taught that story. And Jesus healed that girl. And it said she was walking around like nothing had happened. Nothing happened. And he goes, he's walking around like nothing, could ha- nothing happened. And like they were both like we just saw a miracle. Yeah. And I'm just blown away because, A, God just healed this guy. Yep. And, and you know, it's like, dude, we've prayed for healing numerous times, yeah. right? At that point in time was probably the one I didn't expect to yeah. see, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But like God heals this guy and then reveals himself through the message to yep. these two skateboarders who in turn give their lives to the Lord. And we baptized both of them. You that, baptized that one, is, we baptized the other the following week. That is amazing. And you know what? These are just the, uh, these are just the cool stories of uh, Jesus that he's given us through the word of God, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see the book of acts as well. And you see these things happening and they're placed there to inspire us, to let God know, to let us know that God can do this through all of us. You know, I remember when, I mean, we've, we've talked about healings a lot and, and I, so I started, there's a part when I was going, why does God, we're seeing all these healings. Like, I'm like, where's this biblically? So, and I've read the New Testament, like, I don't know how many times, you know, a lot of times. And all of a sudden I start reading through it, looking for healings. And it's like, Jesus healed, Jesus healed, Jesus healed. And I'm like, it's right in front of our face. But you don't think about it because you think healing is so, like, far-fetched. But in the end of uh, Mark, the Great Commission, Jesus says, preach the gospel, signs and wonders will follow. And then at the bottom it says that all the disciples went out. And they preached everywhere, and we know that they would go from town to town, village to village. Yep. And he says that God worked with them, confirming 
what was said through signs and wonders. Right. And that's exactly. So like, it's there. That was it. That's there. That like, scripture literally happened and, and, right there. In and, and it's not like, you know, people over sensationalized things. Oh, signs and wonders. And you got to look for all this stuff. There was nothing there. It was literally God working supernaturally in the natural realm. You preached the gospel. You taught the word of God. This guy got hurt. You said, God, help me. Peter, when he was sinking, he said, Jesus, save me. And Jesus pulled him up out of the water. God does what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. it it's not like this whole like thing where you said, be healed, and he fell on the ground. And It's not like that. Right. It's just walking by faith, and God just does what he wants to do. And it's so simple, and it's there in your Bible. It's right in front of you. Yep. So here they are. And why do people get healed? Because Jesus is pointing to himself. If he heals, then they say the Bible's real. That means Jesus is real because what the heck is going on? So therefore, they have to give their life to Christ. Yep. And that is why this stuff exists. Look at we got one minute. Okay, so we're going to yeah. continue this party in a minute. Um, for all of you listeners, uh, you have a website. Yeah. What is it? Uh, www.restoreskate.com. Restoreskate.com. Get there. Check them out. Look them up. They're based in Florida. Uh, Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Uh, yeah. One of, the, one of the big hubs here where the skate park of Tampa is. They're here, located here. Um, go to Ryan Reese Official to the website. Oh, I'm sorry. To my YouTube channel, Ryan Reese Official. Click on it. Subscribe. Share. We got like seven years of radio shows of rad stories like this and so much, so much more. Go to thewhosoevers.com. Click there. Book us for tours to come out. We hit the skate parks. We hit the schools. We hit the churches, wherever, whenever, however. We go like Jesus from town to town, village to village. I love you guys. We'll be back in two minutes right after the break. Peace. More of The Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth call 800-497-4410 i'm here with spokesman john wolf so john tell everyone listening who should call right now well maria first off thank you for having me here it's always nice to answer the listeners questions now as far as who should call in Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. the ryan reese show all right we are back and this show is amazing i'm having a good time honestly i'm personally getting really inspired uh by this face story you know i was, I was just telling you at the break uh mike um 
Mike Francisco from Restore Skate is who he is. You can look him up, RestoreSkate.com, if you want to check out the skateboard ministry. Um, you know, I just hear, I've been hearing your story from the first half, and it's just I love living by faith and just seeing how God is assembling and putting these pieces together slowly. And when you're when you're in this situation and you're watching it uh, grow slow, you, you're kind of frustrated because you everyone that does anything wants to see it explode and see it be a big thing. But what God was doing is he was slowly putting pieces together and touching people's lives that would later later come alongside you to help continue to build. Because any any ministry, as you probably know and heard, anything that just starts off like with a big fireworks show, you have to maintain that fireworks show. And people get bored once you don't have that fireworks show. But all the ministries that are sustainable that you see that are going for a long time, they just slowly build like Billy Graham and even startup churches. And they slowly build and they grow. And they have that solid foundation because Jesus is the foundation and it's not all these fireworks and, and bells and whistles and smoke machines and the biggest pastor, the biggest worship band or band or whatever to create this hype because once that hype's gone, then what all, all that church or that ministry can stand on is the foundation, what it's built on. So if yeah. there's no foundation, that thing is just going to collapse. Yeah. But what God's doing with you, <laughs> you guys even got COVID, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you know, COVID came and, and which COVID took out everyone overnight. And then those ones that had that foundation, they came back and then they slowly rebuilt again and, and grew. But all the ones that stood on the hype and all the fancy saying and not the word of God, those ministries and those ones that have closed down and stayed closed down and didn't reopen because they were scared, they're nowhere to be in existence now. You guys had access to a skate shop or a skate park that no one wanted to go to because there's a lot better ones, but the gate was cracked open. It had an opening to go in, and that's where you went back, and that's where this whole thing birthed. So here's this guy, not a believer. He falls, grown man, 27 years old, falls, hangs up on a quarter pipe. What quarter pipe was it, by the way? Was it the mini ramp in the back? No, it was in the front. There's like some big. jagged pool it's coping. It's big one, right? It's, it's pretty high. Yeah. And one, one part of it's like oververt or is it just like it goes no. to a vert wall? No, no, no. This one's it's, – it's in the front. That's, that's inside the bowl thing. Oh, I know which one. It's, it's, it's next to the coping. parking lot. Yes. That one. Yeah, by the Pool fence. coping is like clumpy, janky, crappy yep. concrete. And he hung up on that and yep. died basically. Yeah. Then this guy goes over and prays for him. He gets healed. But you don't even know. You leave to go get burgers because he's tripping out because his arm's starting to work. Did they come back and his two friends, this is what you hear at the beginning of the, uh, the, beginning of the show, the two guys that are not Christians going, wait a minute, this is what it has to be because you just taught the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. So then they heard that story in the Bible teaching from you, and then his arm gets healed, and they're like, it has to be. So that led to him. These two guys ended up getting baptized. So now that's happening. God does a miracle. Uh, or just not really, that wasn't a miracle, it was, uh, it was just a healing. You know, a miracle is like when you can't, you're born blind and then all of a sudden you can see. But it's a simple healing to God, crazy to us. Right. And um, now God, Jesus is known in the park and this guy's a ripper at the park. Yep. So he's testifying about yeah. this Jesus guy that healed him, right? Yep. So that's the best is when that happens with a non-believer. So then what happens from here? You guys start this church. Now you're starting this church here and we're on our way the Hussars end up coming. Yeah, so we had always had an end date. We, our idea was, oh, we're supposed to gather, and then when church opens, we're going to go back to church. Right. 
Because right. who am I? I'm not the pa- I'm not a pastor. That's, yeah, you that's didn't even the have thing. a plan to do it. No, church. no, none whatsoever. You're like, we're going to just do this temporary. So once the healing happens, yeah. you got to go home and digest all that, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like, okay, God is in this, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. And then I could just feel it in my soul, like, all right, we're supposed to stay here. Mm-hmm. And then people just start coming. Like we're, it's like, all right, now we're, we're and like the park and the church meeting. Right. So the church on Sunday mornings is getting up around 35, 40 people. I don't even know anything about church planting, right? Like I, apparently other churches don't have that many people and they have a building, right? So we don't know. We're just like, oh, this is cool. So we're just, we're going to do church. I don't, I'm not a pastor. I'm not even a full-time ministry yet. I have a job. So now I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? So even in another crazy story, God leads me to teach expository through the Bible, mm-hmm. right? So that's what we're going to do. Um, this is a guy that didn't want to be a pastor, by the way. Right. Yeah, well, we can, <laughs> we can talk about that too. So a lot of times I feel like Gideon. Yeah. And this time I felt a lot like Jonah, right? Like I'm like, what are you, yeah. why? Mm-hmm. Why, are you, why are you sending me here? Yeah. So um, we start doing the church and – that was when you guys came to town, right? Like we were supposed to go back to our, our home church in November. Mm-hmm. You guys came like last weekend of October. Mm-hmm. And then we did a full week skate park tour and you guys came and spoke at skate church. And yep. when, when you guys came, mm-hmm. it was like 150 people came because social media was blowing up about it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, because we were coming down. That's right. And um, the cool thing about it was, you know, God does stuff and then we start to doubt. We start to like, we listen to the lies, right? Oh yeah. So our guy separates his shoulder, arms hanging out, healed. He's skating two nights later. He's back Tuesday night. Yeah. We went and did that skate park tour and some guy separated his shoulder while we were doing it. Sonny popped his shoulder back in and that dude (laughs) didn't get off the ground. He was laying in pain. And I remember looking at that guy and thinking like, whoa, like this guy can't even get up. Yeah. Versus the, the Meanwhile, guy, Tyrell's yeah, running around the park yeah. like two hours later. Yeah. And um, yeah, so like when you guys came to town and then you guys left, um, a lot of people saw what was happening at the park mm-hmm. and then kept coming, kept coming and kept coming. Dude, that is encouraging. You know, as, as you were telling me this, that, and that was the first time we didn't know because the way God uses us is, you know, we go, we partner with churches and ministries and we just go and, 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 and do these outreaches, but we're working with the locals in the area. So when we leave, they can be there. So we didn't even know that. That's awesome. That's encouraging, you know, because you don't see everything all the time. Right. So, okay. So now your church is going and people are coming and then was there any, so how long was this going? Was has there been any changes uh, recently? So we, we were in the park for, we, two years. Okay. Every, every Sunday. Right. And, um, and this is kind of during COVID still like COVID vibes or were you guys already open back open? Cause you're in Florida. Yeah, no, we were open. Okay. We were back open, but yeah. the thing was people were coming and we were getting this. So what started as, Oh, we're going to do this with skaters. All of a sudden, yeah. this family left a church and they're here. Right. This family left another church. Yeah. We've got ex pastors that are no, dealing man. with some so awesome. church hurt that they're here. And this person, people that don't want to be indoors. And like, all of a sudden we have this incredible, like motley crew of all of us doing church together. And meanwhile, the whole time I'm just like, Lord, 
Yeah. Do you re how long are we doing this? Like, <laughs> how long are we going to do this? God, right? Like yeah. over and over. And I had, I had, I don't want to say I struck a deal. Right. Yeah. But I was like, all right, as long as God's in it, yeah. I'm in it. That's a good deal. That's it. Yeah. If God's in it. I'm and in I it. would yeah. tell everyone, I told my, yeah. I told my wife, I told Sebastian when we were going through these things, like we'll know when God's not here. Right. And, and like a lot of times we measure that by numbers. Right. Mm. So I'll, Easter Sunday, right? Tons of people are there. And you're like, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm, out of my, I'm going out of my mind, right? There's like 85 people, and yeah. I'm going to preach on Easter. Yeah. Me. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's yeah. like, all these things are happening. The second year that we're in there, it's Palm Sunday, mm -hmm. right? No one shows up to church. And in my mind, I think, oh, this might be it. That's like, it. Right? That's yeah. it. There's only eight people here. Yeah. Last week, there was 40-something. Now we only have eight people. Yeah. Time to close the doors yeah. like every other church yeah. would do, right? Yeah. So there's a guy that comes in. He's a kid. He's like 20 years old. He's a local kid, and uh, he's homeless. So he shows up to church that day, and him and I are talking, and we're, we talk for like 40 minutes before church. He's helping me set up. We have hours of conversation because there's no one there, mm -hmm. right? Like there's not a bunch of people there, so I'm not, getting, I'm not having all these conversations. I'm yeah. just really dialed into this one guy. And he's living on the streets, living in a park. He's gotten into some trouble, hooked on drugs. Uh, just broke his arm maybe a couple months ago. And I start talking to him about Jesus and talking to him about um, the U-turn, the U-turn ministry. That's on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Monday night I go skating. He shows up at the park, and he's like, hey, I think I want to go to that. I think I want to go to that rehab. And we got him off the streets, got him up at U-turn. Uh, he gave his life to the Lord. They baptized him. And the real story was he got up there and they looked at his arm mm -hmm. and his arm was severely infected. Oh, shoot. From and shoot he up. was literally, no, no, no. From oh. He broke it. Oh. And like, it was like surgically repaired, but he lives on the streets. So it was all infected. Oh, it no. was like really gross yeah. and swollen red pussy he gets up to u-turn they take a look at him they rush him to the hospital and the doctors are like you're lucky you're alive and another day and we probably would have had to cut your arm off oh, but it was like i looked at it it's like at that moment it's like no one shows up to church this guy shows up if we don't have that yeah this guy doesn't this guy loses his arm maybe dies yeah. right in our community yeah yeah, yeah. but instead I have all these conversations with him. And the next day he's like, yo, I want to try this. I want to try this rehab. I want to be off the streets. And like, that was just another. And then all of a sudden the next Sunday, people are back. Oh my and I'm, gosh. And I'm like, that's insane. And I'm like, dude, I love that. And I'm like, Lord, when are we, you know, like you still using me? Yeah. And it was like, that's how it was like, that dude, was we had this huge. dance every, every huge. week. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm glad you said that. Um, I love looking at situations like that when, like, we show up, like, when we'll be on tour, and, like, if no one shows up or, oh, the principal said, you know, you, we didn't get a chance to, to advertise for the event because it had, um, you know, it's a Christian event or whatever it be, then that's exactly when we look at each other or when things are going bad, me and Daniel, when we were going to, when we were going to South America, we kept having all these problems on the plane, and they were moving our seats around and changing this, and it canceled, and, and we both look at each other, and we go, but dude, God's going to do something crazy. 
because yeah. he's ruining he's not ruining he's changing because he, we know he's a divine chess player right so he's changing the program he's moving things around because he's like i got something else and we always know something big's gonna happen like he's gonna do something like that's gonna blow our minds so we're like okay cool things aren't going our right way we're not, you know we, we're kind of like not happy about things are going because you know people aren't showing up they're yep. saying that they didn't promote for the event all right so what's gonna happen and then Dude, yeah. no one shows up. Eight people. What? Last yeah. week? God, what the heck? Yeah. And he's like, just wait. And yeah. then boom. This amazing, you saved this, God saved this guy's arm, gives his life to Christ, and it's this whole gnarly story. Yeah. It was- Dude. So anyway, to the listeners, hey, when you think things aren't going your way, just realize that God is doing something new and something different. So look out for what he's actually going to do. In this moment, even if you show up to a small event, I want to encourage you. You might do an outreach event. It might be a small event, but just go, okay, God, what are you going to do? Because he's going to do something. He's going to do something in that room. Like we were just, you know, for instance, you know, we were praying in this small group yesterday with just like five, five, five people, five students of uh, Zeal School of Ministry. And we were praying and I was going to teach and then we changed the plan because I was going to teach that night. So we said, let, I go, let's just have a prayer meeting. Let's just sit down and pray and see what God wants to do, right? And, and, we're, and we didn't have any worship or anything, but thank God Jerusalem knows how to sing. <laughs> he added a couple songs. But it was really just a simple prayer. And guess what? Um, one girl got baptized. She received the gift of tongues. So, like, you're in this small setting, and you're like, okay, we're not teaching. There's no worship. You know, we're just going to hang out and, and just, just pray. Yep. And then just God goes, pray. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just pray. Oh, that sounds boring. But God's like, dude, wait till you see what I'm going to do. I'm going to hook this girl up with tongues. She's, I'm going to give it to her. So what is God going to do in these little times? Don't, don't look at what's in front of you. Yeah. Look at what is God going to do in the supernatural yeah. realm, but how it affects the natural realm. Yeah. So that's what basically happened with you. Yeah. Didn't, it didn't look too hot, but God did some crazy stuff. Yeah. And then... And that was, you know, so I would say we, it was always the, all right, oh, we're, we're going to do this another week. Mm-hmm. Like I, we had no, we had no like plan of what the end would look like. Yeah. It's always just like, all right, well, we're week, just going to keep going week, week to week, week to week, week to week, week to week. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was tested a lot of times because like, you know, I'm working all week doing yeah. all these things and I'm, we're going through the Bible and like, I would feel God like giving me the message on a Friday, on a mm-hmm. Thursday, mm-hmm. right? I'd be so hyped. Then all of a sudden, there's a couple of weeks where it's Saturday morning mm-hmm. and I don't really feel like I have anything to say. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, all right, Lord, and all I'm doing time. is praying and praying and yeah. praying like, Lord, please. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Yeah. Uh, because I never wanted it to be us. Yeah. That was the one rule was like, it's, if it's not God, then we're not doing it. Yeah. End of story. Mm-hmm. And that would be it. Like Saturday night message. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. We had, Living we had all gotten COVID at one point in time. We had, we had a teaching through that, dealing with all those things, but like all the times God would provide, God was bringing people to himself. We saw people get saved, people get baptized. Yeah. And at That's that the point, great yeah. and that was it. And we never planned on starting a church. We're skateboarding ministry. Yeah. Like, a lot of times there's a church that has a skateboarding ministry. Yeah. We were like a skateboarding ministry that had a church. Yeah. That's yeah. really the way we looked at it. And as of right now, we're on like a small hiatus because 
I was praying about it, and you know, I know that God's given us some new new territory, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll just leave it at that right now. Well, but say, we got some yeah. new new places where we think we're going to plant. So new territory, new ideas, new plans. Yep. That means new season. Yep. You know, it, God's writing His book, right? Of your life. So you're you're going into now. One chapter is ending, and now you're moving into another chapter. It's very simple. That's what that's what God does. When I look back at in the last 14 years of, of um, myself with the Whosoever's Movement, we start off doing big old, huge, massive music festivals. And then we transition to going to small, doing our own stuff. And then we went to schools, and it's like it's always changing. Then we COVID hit, we started going to skate parks, you know. But it's different chapters that God does, and each chapter prepares you. The way God works is each chapter prepares you for the next chapter. Yep. And the chapters get bigger and gnarlier, as in yep. gnarly as in a good thing. Yeah. Um, um, and, and the battles come stronger because Satan, yep. you know, he's always there to disrupt and destroy. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So we have eight minutes left. So what would you like to say? Okay, so just to be clear, you got new stuff on the horizon. So yeah. make sure you guys go to RestoreSkate.com. Stay tuned. You guys are on social media too, yeah. right? Instagram. Instagram. Restore Skate. Same, same thing. Yep. Um, you can find them. If you follow me, you can find them. Um, I follow them as well. If you can't find them, um, just by typing in Restore Skate, but you should be able to find them. And it says St. Pete, Florida in your guys' location. Yeah. It's Tampa. Tampa. Tampa it's the, a, whole, the whole Bay Area. So that's them if you, if you look for them online. Yeah. Um, all right. What do you want to say to the listeners? Um, someone, and it doesn't, this doesn't even have to apply to skateboarding because we're Christians. So Jesus has given us the church, everyone that believes in him. We're all disciples. We're all followers. No one's greater than anyone. Romans says that God shows no favorites. Um, he wants us to read, pray and obey his word. And when you read, pray and obey his word, it comes down to the great commission. And Jesus said to the disciples, go, uh, uh preach the gospel, that's the good news about Jesus, who he is, and when he did on the cross and died and raised, the dead, raised from the dead. And then uh, baptize him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then teach him to obey my commandments. That's where you're, you're, you go to church. And then that should lead to wanting to go back out. That's just kind of how the Great Commission works, and that's what you're doing. So anyone that maybe you're a musician, maybe you're an attorney, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're a pastor, maybe you're eight years old, who knows, to whosoever. And what would you say to them if they want to go out and, and start something for God? What would they, how would they start to get the call, basically? How does, that, how does that start? What does that even look like? You know, for me, it was like, like I had said, it was like almost like a, a download, right? Like yeah. I just saw this thing and I was like, I, God's always speaking to us. <clears throat> we just got to be able to listen. Okay. So listening. Like, how do right. you li- Okay, cuz I want to give this real practical. Okay. For the the skate kid or whoever. How do you hear from God and how do you how wh- what do you do to put yourself in a place to hear from God? Um spending time with the Lord, for sure. And spending it, quiet that, time. Is that reading in the and morning, praying? Reading and praying. Okay. Sometimes it's worshiping, sometimes it's just praying, sometimes it's reading. Okay. You know, Perfect. I, I try not to make everything the same day that like everything the same routine every yeah. day and yeah, switch it up. Uh, because any relationship's not going to be the same. Thrive if you do the same exact thing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like I just would recently you, would, found when out. When you pray, when you, sorry, but 
when you pray, do you, do you, have you been praying for a specific thing? Should people pray for specific things? Yes and no, right? Yeah. Like sometimes prayer is just worship. Yeah. Sometimes prayer is just trying to draw closer to the Lord, mm-hmm. right? It says you draw closer to the Lord, he draws closer to you mm-hmm. in James. Mm-hmm. And I believe God doesn't speak in thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. He can, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's a whisper mm-hmm. and you got to get close enough to hear. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I just found this out recently. Uh, there's no Hebrew word for coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. There's no Hebrew word. And you got to look at the things that are going on around you that aren't coincidences. Like God's showing you, like I had this vision of skateboarding and then people are starting to ask me about skateboarding and all of these things. And all of a sudden you just say, yes, mm-hmm. God, is this you? I'm going to take a step. And if you walk through a door, you think God's opening, you'll know fast when it's God. Because right. there'll be things happening that you're not able to do. Yeah. And that's when you know, that's when you know. this is the Lord and not my own strength. Right? I would like, agree. And that's kind of what the story of Restore is. It's like one thing after another. You know, like we have all these connections with people in the industry and pros and, and pastors and all these people that I had no business being connected to. And now, you know, and now we're connected Mm -hmm. and he constantly does it. Um, and he does it. He doesn't like, he could have gave me a ministry in mathematics or something. Right. But he didn't. Yeah. It was something I I loved, Mm -hmm. but I never did. Yeah. And it was skateboarding. And like, he throws me right into the culture. Yeah. And now we're going to maybe four or five different parks a month. Mm -hmm. Every other week, Mm -hmm. people are coming. There's tons of people going. We're getting all these resources pouring in that Mm -hmm. are no, they're not because of us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if God is leading you into something, you'll know. You can feel that. Like, I think God's leading me into this. And when you say yes, and when you take the step forward, he's going to show up. Mm-hmm. He's not going to just send you out there and, and, and leave you. And like, if doors are closing, and it's like hard to get anything done constantly, yep. that means God is closing the doors. So don't force them. They're locked for a reason. Yeah. And if you're truly following God, like you're saying, reading, hearing God's voice and what he's talking about, when you try to open doors, if one door doesn't open, that means there's another door that's going to open. And you keep knocking. But if everything's just not happening, then God's just like shutting it down like, regroup go back and just wait on god you know because it could be frustrating but when god opens the doors you know it's just on and you'll know because like you said things just flow so smooth yeah and i would say that if you go two minutes left if you go through the bible the bible's full of stories of unlikely people Mm -hmm. doing incredible things because god is doing them through them Mm -hmm. right and it's like it can be anyone Mm mm-hmm it's God that's doing it all. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm an unlikely person to be having a skateboarding ministry in Tampa, Florida, one of the hubs of skateboarding in the world. Yeah. But he did it. And it was just because we were willing to say yes, not because we're special, but just because God is a good God mm-hmm. and he wants to reach his people. And he just wants people to surrender and go. Cause that's what he sent us to do to go. It's that simple. So if you're watching this right now and you want to give your life to Christ, I would just say you just believe that Jesus died on the cross and raised from the dead. Ask him into your heart. Say, God, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Prove that you're real to me and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And then just say amen. But when you say that prayer, mean it. And you might say it after the show because we're going to end right now. But say it, believe it, receive it. There's a Bible app you could download on the uh, 
on the smartphone to Holy Bible, download it, click on a translation that you like to read, start in the New Testament, just kind of read through it and learn about Jesus. And uh, we even actually have apps on the Bible app. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, we have devotions. So Sonny has a devotion on the Bible app. I have some. Just type in the whosoever's or my name, and you can read those. And those are like little uh, devotions that can get you uh, get you a taste for the Bible. And then you're already in the Bible app. So yep. read the Bible from there. Um, look them up. If you're in Florida, get connected with them. Um, go to the YouTube channel. Uh, click on Ryan Reese official, and that's all the past radio shows. So you can click there and if you want to hear even at a musician's mouth, we, we did some of those interviews. We do questions and answers on the show, all kinds of stuff. It's all stuff leading to point to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's not about any of us. God has changed our lives. It's real. Um, and he'll do it to you if you just put yourself in that situation and allow him to do it. He'll change, he'll, he'll change you from the inside out, but he'll use you the what, like what, what you like to do. Like he uses you in those, in those arenas. So don't forget to go to the Book us for a tour. Uh, we're traveling all over the globe. We will do a skate contest. We'll come to your school. We'll come to your church. We'll come anywhere to encourage you where you're at. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. And man, hey, my brother, yeah. thank you. We've been trying to do this for a couple of years. Yeah. So it went down finally. Peace. This has been the Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for the Ryan Reese Show. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.